Bonsoir, everyone, and welcome to Outlandish Parish. We have a little Halloween pit stop for y'all out along on our lantern-lit highway of the strange and wonderful. It's a fine Halloween night out here, and uh, seeing as we've gotten so many listeners with just one episode, we thought we might give y'all a little lanyap, a talk-talk ball. It's a little sweet treat if you've got about ten minutes to pass on this night of nights, and all things are creepy and a little bit more mysterious. Before moving out here to Outlandish Parish, we did a little podcast called The Bayou Home. It was a little more serious. We are trying to be a little more academic, but we still had some fun. So we dug up one of the old uh, remnants from The Bayou Home and decided to resurrect it, dust it off, give it a couple of stitches, and uh, send it on its undead way. Now, especially for those of you who are just here for the accent or for the sound of my voice, I offer... The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor,' I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. "'Only this, and nothing more.' "'Ah, distinctly I remember it was in the bleak December, "'and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. "'Eagerly I wished the morrow. "'Vainly I had sought to borrow from my book's secrece of sorrow, "'sorrow for the lost Lenore.' For the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore. Nameless here forevermore. And the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. So that now to still the beating of my heart I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door.' Some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. This it is, and nothing more. Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating did no longer. Sir, said I, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door. Darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into that darkness peering, long I stood there wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the stillness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore. Merely this, and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning. Soon again I heard a tapping, somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely, that is something at my window lattice. Let me see, then, where thereat is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment and this mystery explore. 
Test the wind and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter, when with many a flit and flutter in there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not the least obeisance made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with mien of lord or lady perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace just above my chamber door, perched and sat and nothing more. Then this ebony bird beguiling my sad fancy into smiling by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore. Though thy crest be shorn and shaven, thou, I said, art sure no craven, ghastly grim and ancient raven, wandering from the nightly shore. Tell me what thy lordly name is on the night's Plutonian shore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Much I marveled this ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly, though its answer little meaning, little relevancy bore. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door, bird or beast upon the sculptured bust above his chamber door, with such a name as Nevermore. But the raven, sitting lonely on the placid bust, spoke only that one word, as if his soul in that one word he did outpour. Nothing farther that he uttered, not a feather then he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered, other friends have flown before. On the morrow he will leave me as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said, nevermore. Startled at the stillness broken by reply so aptly spoken. Doubtless said I, what it utters is its only stock in store, caught from some unhappy master whom unmerciful disaster followed fast and followed faster, till his songs one burden bore, till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore, of never, nevermore. But the raven still beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door. Then upon the velvet sinking I betook myself to linking, fancy unto fancy, thinking what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore meant in croaking nevermore. This I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamplight gloated o'er, but whose velvet violet lining with the lamplight gloating o'er, she shall press nevermore. Then, methought, the air grew denser, perfumed by an unseen censer, swung by seraphim whose footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. Wretch, I cried, thy God hath lent thee, by these angels he hath sent thee, respite, respite, and nepenthe from thy memories of Lenore. Quaff, oh, quaff this kind nepenthe, and forget this lost Lenore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, 
said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, whether tempter sent or whether tempest tossed thee here ashore, desolate yet all undaunted on this desert land enchanted, on this home by horror haunted, tell me truly, I implore, is there, is there balm in Gilead? Tell me, tell me, I implore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, by that heaven that bends above us, by the God we both adore, tell this soul with sorrow laden, if within the distant Aden it shall clasp a sainted maiden whom the angels name Lenore, clasp a rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. Be that word our sign of parting, bird or fiend, I shrieked upstarting, get thee back into the tempest and the night's plutonian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit the bust above my door. Take thy beak from out my heart and take thy form from off my door. Quoth the raven, nevermore. And the raven never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting, on the pallid bust of Pallas just above my chamber door. And his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's that is dreaming, and the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor. And my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted nevermore. See, that was interesting, wasn't it? Hearing fine poetry coming out with a Louisiana accent. Look, I just want to thank all of y'all who are listening and everybody who's given us a review, a subscription, or share, or even just told me in person that you like the show. It really means a lot. Jonas and I are working really hard on the next couple of episodes already. And uh, our next episode will be dropping in the next two weeks, and then at least monthly after that. For now, if you want to find us, you can learn more at www.outlandishparish.com. You can join us on Instagram at Outlandish Parish or in our Facebook group. Just look up, you guessed it, Beb, Outlandish Parish. We're always looking for more parishioners and more people to share the stories of the strange in Louisiana. So I look forward to seeing y'all out on the roads, under the full moon sky, out on the back roads of Outlandish Parish. Happy Halloween, y'all.